0: This is the Horse Radio Network.
1: You've just landed in episode 507 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by Eco Gold, leader in equestrian textile engineering. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Dr. Wendy Ying. Dr. Ying is host of the Riving Radio Show right here on the Horse Radio Network, as well as one of the few female competition forehand drivers in the world. Plus, she is a veterinarian and practices traditional Chinese medicine. Today's tip is the second in a seven-part series about the five elements of Chinese medicine. Today's element, wood. But first, a word from today's sponsor, Eco Gold. Eco Gold is a team of experts in the field of textile engineering with more than 50 years of experience in high-performance fabrics. Top international riders like Philip Dutton, Karen O'Connor, McLean Ward, Scott Stewart, Sean French, Ashley Holzer, and many more ride in their state-of-the-art saddle pads to, and help them develop new products at Eco Gold. In high-level sports, the right product can give an athlete a competitive edge. And, in recent years, there have been several developments in textiles. Just think of sports like hiking, skiing, or cycling, and garments using things like Lycra, Teflon, and Gore-Tex. How about using those high-tech fabrics and smart engineering to improve the performance of our equine athletes? <laughs> well, that's where Eco Gold comes in. With their expertise and contacts in the textile industry, they are able to bring the latest developments in technology to the equestrian market and make the most advanced products to give the horses competitive edge. And they don't have a one-size-fits-all mentality. They use different technologies and different solutions to solve different issues. So ask for EcoGold saddle pads and protective boots by name at your local tack store, or visit them online at ecogold.ca. Now, enjoy today's tip. All right, it's time
0: for, and for those of you that are new to the show, my co-host sitting right across from me today, you're the only co-host I've ever done a show with across. Most of the time, Why? they're in a different state or, you know, a different country. Yeah, so, this is better. I like to be here yeah, you to can do really the show Yeah, you can see here. each other. Yeah, yeah, it is more fun. And I do enjoy visiting with you. Oh, so. thanks. We, uh, every week, we're going to do a weekly Chinese medicine update. Uh, Wendy... Or Dr. Wendy, whatever. We'll call you Dr. Wendy during the segment of Wendy all the other time. So Dr. Wendy is a real veterinarian. Mm -hmm. You have your DVM, but you're you're currently practicing traditional Chinese medicine. Right. So I thought it would be really cool every week to have you on talking about that. And last week you introduced a segment that's going to be six weeks long, actually. Mm -hmm. And that is the five elements of Chinese medicine. Right. That really have to do with medicine and personality both.
2: Yeah, because that's... um, that's really interconnected so your basic personality kind of sets you up for different medical conditions like if you're uh the most common thing that people know is like i'm a type a person so i'm prone to heart disease or high blood pressure the chinese or medicine right or <laughs> ulcers so that's the same thing in uh in chinese medicine it's just split up into five just different personalities but so emotion your emotional well-being also, can reflect your health. So, it's good to first figure out what your um, personality is and how to best manage your emotional status, and you can live a healthier life.
0: So, what we're going to do is over the next five weeks, we're going to do one each week. And what you want to listen for is who are you? What of these five elements are you? And then Wendy's actually going to relate it back at the end of each of these to what type of horse best fits your element. Right. So and that's been fascinating for us because we talked yeah. about this a little bit and it's been kind of neat because and she's been right and a couple of the people we've <laughs> talked to it's like no you shouldn't have a wild arab you know <laughs> yes, you just shouldn't right. have that you're not that it's wrong element wrong horse <laughs> and it was. The yeah. wrong element, the wrong horse. Right. In those cases, so so you want to listen over the next five weeks to this, and if you missed part one of the, uh, the introduction to this, you can just go back to episode two and take a listen. Right. So we're talking about wood today.
2: Yes, we're talking about wood today, and the important thing to remember is that um, we're all we all have all five different elements in our personality. So you have to figure out what's dominant, and also throughout your lifespan. You can change like one element is dominant than the other. So um,
0: So I, if I was a fire when I'm younger and I get older, i become a wood?
2: I mean, that could happen depending on circumstances in your life.
0: Just because you get older and more tired? And-
2: yeah, like what if you're a happy-go-lucky fire, right? And then you're in some kind of relationship that beats you down all the time you're in a crappy job and you hate everything about your life and you're exposed to pollution, then you can switch over to be more dominated by your wood element. Okay.
0: All right. Sorry. So,
2: but, but if you're in balance, and you're healthy emotionally and physically, then your true personality will come through. That's why sometimes it's a little bit hard to tell, because if you're out of balance and you have like too much wood, you're like crabby all the time. You think, oh, I'm so wood. wood.
0: All right, so tell us about Okay, wood. so the
2: wood. Here we go. So the wood element is um, that it, uh, is, most horses are either wood or fire. And the wood element, they they tend to be aggressive, and they're great athletes, and they have that desire to win. Like, I just watched um, Secretariat last night, and he must have been a wood because he is winning. He doesn't care. his heart burst on the track. He's going to win. That's a wood. Um, and they...
0: Uh, and that's true for people, too. They're the same yeah, traits.
2: They're really um, competitive. But then the downside of wood is they... Um, are afraid to fail in front of others. So sometimes they're driven not because they want to win, it's because they don't want to lose. And so then they're a little bit conflicted because... um, they may be trying to win for the wrong reasons. So, And also, they get aggravated in their circumstances because they are dominant, right? They want to be the boss of everything, but then sometimes you can't be the boss of everything. You have to cooperate or you cannot get a task accomplished.
0: So would you say they're team players or not so They're much? not so much. Not they're, so no, much. they're okay. kind
2: of on their own.
0: So these are individuals and yeah. they're individualistic.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, and when they get unbalanced, they're real crabby. Sometimes they feel frustrated because we say that the Are wood, they the
0: perfectionists of the—really, are they, are they perfectionists? Yeah, too? they
2: can be in a way. Yeah. But sometimes they get a little bit irrational about their goals. Like they may not always see the goals. Maybe the goal is just to win, but they can't plan how to get there. So Not so
0: good at the little steps.
2: Not so good at the baby steps. Mm-hmm. So the wood is called a general— Right? Where the fire is the emperor, so sometimes the wood gets aggravated because he thinks he's the general. he's in charge, but at the end of the day, this, you know, the figurehead is the one actually calling the shots. So those are the things that sets up the wood for uh, emotional imbalance. Um, in a horse, you can tell um, if there wood if I always look at their uh, place in the pasture. They're placed on the totem pole of of the pasture. So the dominant horse in the herd is usually the wood. So, you know, and and usually... My horse
0: is a wood. Your horse is a wood? He's out with 10 horses. It's little quarter horse gelding, and he's out with 10 other geldings, and he's the littlest one of the pack, and he he rolls the roost. Yeah, then he's a wood. And and he doesn't kick them, nothing. He puts his ears back, and they all scatter. It's just like they know.
2: He has to just look. Yeah. He's because he's dominated them all,
0: yeah.
2: and and you know in a lot of the horse books that you'll read about like horse herd mentality, they always say oh the biggest one is the most dominant. Well, that's not true because look your little one it's like this. And there are draft horses wood.
0: out there, right? And he's like I'm not to <laughs> He's fifteen hands of quarter horse. <laughs> yeah,
2: and so now if you're at a boarding stable, right? Yeah. Yep. So now if somebody else introduced another wood into that paddock they're going to have to fight it out and see who's going to be the top. But that other wood is not even going to have to fight with the other ones because he's just going to dominate them by looking at them.
0: Okay, so if I'm a wood as a person, if, if you're a yeah. wood and you're, you're, you're driven right. and you're driven to the point that you know, you're, you're almost obsessive about it.
2: Yeah, you are kind of obsessive.
0: Yeah. So that person then, what kind of horse should they have? If you were going to name a couple of breeds of horses that would best fit...
2: Oh, breeds. Um, yeah, okay. You no, know, when you look at the breeds, of course, in all breeds, there's all different personalities. Right, right. But, you know, we we're kind generalizing. Of, yeah, yeah, generalizing. Like, um, a wood person does not go very well with um, a water which is like fearful because they're too dominant. Like, they're like, I'm going to oh, win. And, and the, horse the horse is afraid. Is afraid, yeah. So, when, uh, you know, a lot of rescue horses, um, End up there. They just, like, completely go crazy or they don't want to So thoroughbreds are
0: not a good choice. Thoroughbreds
2: can be. You know, it depends. And also, uh, some horses really need a leader and they want to be told what to do. Like a metal is one that likes to have rules and and be told what to do. So they love a wood because the wood bosses them, you know. And a fire is actually really bad because the fire is, like, so joyful and happy. Like, look at me. I'm so pretty. And the wood's like, you know what? I don't care if you're pretty. I want you to work, and I want to win. So that can be a little bit of conflict, too. And the best one for a wood is actually either another wood um, because... uh,
0: Because they're both that driven. They both like
2: to fight. Yeah. You know? And, like, a wood horse... The wood horse is the one that you take out of the barn and every time you ride them. They're like, are you sure you really want to do that? And you're like, yes, I really want to do that. <laughs> and they can be so aggravating for for somebody that's not a wood, whereas the other wood would be like... I, and, and actually, if you're a strong enough person, your horse, even if it's a wood, is not going to even question you because they're just going to know. But like me, I'm so bad. Like Mine graze while they're hooked to the carriage. You know, like... They know they can get away with that, but they never try that with sterling, you know. So uh, the wood and the wood go well together, whereas a wood horse is very difficult for anybody else besides a wood or a metal or a metal person. And the wood also gets along very well with the earth, who's the lazy horse, because the lazy horse isn't going to go anywhere, so it needs someone bossy to tell it to go. Huh. So interesting. Yeah. Because, you know, um, like, here's the perfect example. If you see, like, uh, summer camp, right, with all these kids, and some kid gets on, and they're kind of, like, wishy-washy about riding, and they're, if they are on a wood horse, that horse would just, like, go wherever, the, wherever it wanted. It might just park at the inn gate. That's know? right,
0: because the kid's timid. Because the kid's yeah. timid.
2: Also, on trail rides, the wood's always going to want to be first.
0: We were a little worried about that when uh, my wife brought our quarter horse that we had bought mm-hmm. as a trail horse. And we really wanted something that was just going to be fun to sit on and right. have a hack around on. Yeah. Nothing to do anything serious with. So she brought him to the fox hunt. They were, they were cubbing. And he was terrific. And we, she was really afraid that he was going to be in front of the hounds, you know? Right. But he was terrific. He was great. Once he well, figured out that he could get away with staying in the back and yeah. just following along. He was fine, and it got a lot of compliments, actually. Right, and then followed by, "How big is that horse?" You know, because <laughs> <laughs> they're all there with the seventeen. But he was the one that was also quiet because right. he had been trail ridden and. Because he's he, confident. He's confident. And, and when, when it, you know, you do a lot of standing around when you're box right, hunting. yeah. And all the other horses are bouncing and carrying on and they're right. all having the work to keep them under control and, and Beaker, our horse, is just standing there, you know. And Jennifer said it was so nice. She said after two more times, she thinks she'll be able to ride him without the reins at a fox hunt.
2: Yeah, I remember her saying that. <laughs> so. But now, that's a great example because Jennifer is a metal. Like, she's really organized. That's how she's such a great producer. Right. So um, Beaker knows that... Here is the parameters that he can work in without getting a beating, right? So he he knows that she's leading him, and he's okay being led by someone that he has confidence in. You know, he doesn't want to be led by somebody that he doesn't think knows what they're doing. But she's, you know, she's competent, and she's already set the rules, and she doesn't change what the rules are. So he works well in that.
0: Well, you do know her. <laughs> she does that with me, too. <laughs>
2: exactly it keeps you in line
0: i always have to follow the dumb rules
2: but you know a wood would get that's why wood and fire don't really go because the wood would get aggravated that a fire would say would would change would change all the time it's like what do you want me to do i did this last week and now this week you want to do something different you know so they they want to they they don't mind being dominated by somebody that they have confidence in
0: All right, good. So that's the wood. That's the wood. What are we talking about next week?
2: Next week, we're going to talk about fire. Okay. So those are the two most common personalities in horses. And then uh, after that, we'll go to earth. And um, most dogs are earth. Is that right? Yeah, earth or water. Huh. (laughs) <laughs>
0: that's interesting. Okay, cool. So that's it. That's uh and where do you have a website for your practice by the way? Yes,
2: it's five elements the number 5, the word element and the number 4
1: animals. Okay. Well, there you go. Thanks Wendy and Glenn the Geek to listen to all of Wendy's tips. Just go to horsetipdaily.com and head on over to the experts drop-down menu on the left. All of the experts are right there, alphabetized and easy to find, and Glenn the Geek is in there as well. You can also go to Wendy's website at www.sportcob.com and see what she's up to. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover. You can subscribe to all of the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zoom and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.